0: To the utterly useless podcast, I am Brett. The play in team of the podcast to my left is the Duke of the uh squad, yeah, is my brother Jeremy, and to my right, the Kentucky of the podcast. (laughs) So
1: what what team are you essentially playing? Playing game. Just, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're just that that guy. I'm guys. just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> everybody secretly wants you to win it all, but everybody uh, secret knows that is not going to happen.
0: Exactly, because I have to play one more game than everybody else, uh-huh. and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess my introductory quote, this has been like a year and a half in the making. Uh, Tim broke the seal, so why not? (laughs) I know what's coming. Why not go for it? All right. All right. Let me just get a... From the moment I heard Frau say I had a clone. I knew that I'd be safe because I'd never be alone. An evil doctor shouldn't speak aloud about his feelings. My hurt and my pain don't make me pull to healing. I know Scott would look up to me. Run the business of the family. Have an evil empire just like his dear old dad. Give him the love and the things I never had. Scott would think I was a cool guy. Return the love I have. Make me want to cry. Be evil. But share our feelings too. Take my life with Oprah and Maya Angelou. But Scott rejected me. Say la vie. Life is cruel, treat you unfairly. even so. A father must be, mini me, you complete me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to give credit where credits to. You don't even have it in front of you. You just pulled that off from your, your mind. Are
0: you, I, I had that memorized like back in 1999. I, I did too at one point, but then... Just gotta go on the soundboard. <laughs> I did too at one point, but then I
1: had to get Remove It. Uh. I needed space.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. That's a, that was a great. I remember, flashback to that song. Me and my friend would go to the store, and do you remember like the when? Well, first of all, stores used to have always have like electronics. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Grocery stores did just a small one, and we'd put the CD underneath the little scanner, so we could listen to portions of that song, the hmm. CD song. I don't know if you guys remember that. I, I think don't. I do. You had a little headphones that you'd put mm-hmm. on. Yeah, oh, that was good days. And so we <laughs> literally would play it over and over and over again, so he could memorize that song.
0: Well, I, I do remember that, what was it, uh, back in the day with, uh, I think it was, it, it was some uh, audio company before it, but then it be, turned into uh, Blockbuster Music or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, I remember Blockbuster Music. And they had uh listening booths, and I remember, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of fussy with, like, you know, I don't want to, I, I hated back in the day buying an album because there's, like, generally three songs that you wanted mm-hmm. and the rest of it was garbage. But I'm like, I want to make sure that this is right, but and so I'd always go to them. I'm like, can I listen to it? And it, the the whoever was working there was always put out by you having to use their. <laughs> and so I was just like, fine. I just <laughs> guess I just won't buy anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right. So my merit badge. So uh, I wasn't sure if I had a merit badge because I spent most of the week just prepping for parent conferences and whatnot. However, uh, the day actually of parent conferences, I got my award, which was given to me in the hall being yelled at by a kid because, yes, you are looking at the most evil teacher on this earth. Congratulations. I know. Uh I was, uh, we, I, there's a, this, uh, learning tag game and this kid goes up to me and he just goes, like. and some of the kids are just like, hey, you know, so-and-so is not going to be playing. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. So I walk over and he doesn't have like the Jersey on and he goes, I'm just, I'm not going to be playing. I'm just going to sit on, uh, on the, uh, uh, on, on the, on the court. I, just, I, I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay, so that's fine. Um, you know, when we have free time, don't have free time. He goes, but I go, I don't want you to have free time. And he goes, what? I go, you don't want to play. Okay. I don't want you to have free time. (laughs) And he goes, you are literally the most evil teacher (laughs) on the face of the earth. Then during the learning tag game that, you know, we did for, it's kind of a science thing. He proceeded to have fun up until it ended. And then it became the worst thing he's ever done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like kids.
0: (laughs) So, yes, you are looking at the most evil teacher on earth.
1: And it's appropriate the song you sing then. You I know, know, right? Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Dr. Is, evil.
0: Is a teacher now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you.
0: I, I, you know what? It was one of those things where I... I oh, uh, yeah. And then as he's yelling, like you're the most evil teacher in the world. I go, I, th- I thank you. And he goes, not a compliment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: no, no, no. You don't understand. It I would, is. <laughs> especially... I wish i hold my pinky and be like, really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
1: What does your merit badge look like? So curious.
0: it's a podium, you know, Olympic podium. Like, I am number one. And then just, like, insert, like, two of the, you know, teachers that tried to kill Harry Potter as in second and third. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> there we go. All right. My turn.
1: So uh, my merit badge is pretty boring and lame, but that's what my week has been. And uh, But I've just reclaimed my hermit status is what I did. So... I guess I lost my merit badge and then I re-earned it because I only left the house once this week and it was yesterday. I left it just to go get pizza. So that's a hermit thing. <laughs> just leave it long enough to go get pizza and come back into my little shelter.
0: I don't know. I, I think a hermit would have done a delivery. So <laughs> Yes. My wife is the
1: one who ordered it. And so I didn't have a say because most of the time, and this is a trick for any of those Domino's peoples out there. So. we have a Domino's not too far from us, so I don't mind driving. But um, I always do, like, bring it out to me into my car so I don't have to get (laughs) out of the car. There's a two-minute timer on there, and if they don't bring it out to you in two minutes, then your next pizza's free. And I'm like, I'm all for that. And so I know me and then Taylor, uh, he also has gotten a free pizza from doing this, too. Wow. So, you know, depending, especially if you're going during a busy hour, it's worth it. So
0: I've always thought about trying the because I like uh, Marco's pizza. I I like their cauliflower cus- uh-huh. crust. And I saw that I think Domino's has one, but for some reason it's like five times as expensive as anything else. I'm like, eh, never mind.
2: <laughs> Domino's has a cauliflower crust?
0: Either cauliflower or it's a gluten free crust. Okay. But like uh, Marco's cauliflower crust is fantastic.
2: I drive by a Marco's every day going to work. And so I'm, now I'm curious because <laughs> I, I like cauliflower
1: crust. Yeah. You can ask Taylor's wife. She's gluten uh, intolerant. So
0: Well, and it's funny because I don't, I'm don't. i not gluten intolerant, but, like, one slice of pe- standard pizza is, like, pushing it, like, bread-wise. Yeah. And then if I have, like, even, like, a half of one, it, my stomach's like, oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> We're just We're not happy. She, I know.
1: She's tried all the G-free crust out there. Uh-huh. And all the cauliflower. So, so I don't know which one's her favorite. It'd be fun, interesting to find out.
0: Yeah, I, I strongly recommend it because I can at least eat so much of it, and it tastes like it actually tastes better. Because everybody's like always worried that it's gonna taste worse or something like that. Yeah. It to me, it actually tastes better than the flat crust that they do.
2: They, they honestly have come a long way with cl- with cauliflower and their crusts.
0: I think it's probably because, like you
1: know, at the beginning, there's like, okay, we're just gonna subtract gluten from this. And we're gonna try and do the same recipe. It well,
0: kind of didn't work, but here you go. It's probably like like the protein bars back in the day when it's just like, yeah, this is a protein bar. It tastes like garbage, but there's protein in it.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my merit badge just looks like me hiding behind a rock that's in a like a cl- enclosure to a cave, and me just going back into it.
0: All right. All right, my turn.
2: My merit badge this week, I have the discovery merit badge, colon, the myth, the legend, the Mountain Dew thrashed apple Mountain Dew that I've never seen until I moved to Utah. And so I got one for each of us here and this is my first time trying it.
1: It's funny that you mentioned that about Utah because so I had a work thing the other day. And so at work, they stock with like... Every soda you could possibly... Even sodas I've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. And it's like stocked. And a lot of the out-of-towners were like, I have never seen so many flavors of Mountain Dew. I'm like, yep, welcome to Utah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so I, I I always keep my eye out for new Mountain Dew flavors. And I know this one's not necessarily new, but it's one I've never seen up in Idaho. And so, bottoms
1: up. Mm, it's delicious. I know it's also... Of the podcast,
2: it's <laughs> definitely got like a, a, a almost a Granny Smith apple, yep, taste to it. Not the worst Mountain Dew, like the Cheetos
0: Mountain Dew is probably at the very bottom. Oh, yes. Um, wait, wait till they have the uh, with slight caramel flavoring in it, too. So it's like you know,
1: <laughs> the caramel apple suckers, yeah, that'll uh-huh.
0: probably be a voodoo.
1: This tastes better as a can, though. I will tell you that. Okay, so this is a bottle, and when I've had it in can form, I think always sodas taste better in can form. I don't know why.
2: It's like probably what, maybe can and then glass bottle
0: and then plastic bottle I think and fountain. Pl- I think yeah. fountain the, depending on the fountain fountain can
1: go on any level. That's
2: it's so inconsistent. It yeah.
0: Is. So the, the f- fountain number one with a huge asterisk by it. Then mm-hmm. to me personally, glass bottles. I number two.
1: Mountain Dew doesn't do glass bottles, so I don't know. <laughs> yes, they do. They do?
0: Yeah. Where? They do... Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to find it,
2: yeah. but it's like regular Mountain Dew, and it's, it the sh- might be the, the real, sharp, the real yeah. sugar. Yeah, the real sugar. Mm-hmm.
1: Spin the wheel. All right, we got spin the wheel. If it's your first time listening, congratulations. We do a spin the wheel of questions, of category questions. Every time the wheel lands on something, it just dictates what kind of question we're going to ask each other. And so with that... We have up first, Brett.
0: Brett, you get, could you fight it? All right. Could you fight an arena full of battle bots?
1: Ooh, that would be fun. Do I get anything? Like anything? Nope.
0: Just boxing gloves at least? Just (laughs) shoes. Just (laughs) shoes. Then I guess I got to go stompy stompy
1: on everything.
0: Stomping kick.
1: <laughs> are, are, is is this the rules that will allow some drone usage?
0: What, th- like do they use yeah, battle they, as a drone so bots and stuff like that?
1: They they got to a certain point where now that they allow, depending on the size of your bot, mm-hmm. they will allow you to have one additional bot. So like, oh. so if you have like a medium sized bot, you can have a small baby like bot. And it, it's, to me, it's only there for comical use, and that's it, <laughs> because most, 99% of the time it does nothing. And then the, sometimes they'll use the drone instead of like a on the ground with wheels. And it's, they always do the most pathetic thing, and it never works, and it's hilarious. So it, if anything, it adds entertainment to it, but I could see it being dangerous to me
0: no i i when i envisioned this question i just envisioned all floor roving you know battle bots
1: oh man so somebody who definitely like watched a ton of battle bots for like weeks uh-huh there i could do it i could do it there are some that i am going to be very very weary of so there's the ones with the the horizontal spinners that uh-huh. was could knock the crap out of my ankles, like just and just knock me down because they they rotate so fast. So I, they could potentially shatter my ankle. Oh, those would be scary. I'd be jumping all over the place, <laughs> oh. but that would
0: be fun. Now you said how many? Just like I when I thought thought of this question, like you are in like the battle bot arena uh-huh. and you're surrounded by oh my god a bunch of battle bots.
1: I could do it, but I am not coming out unscathed. (laughs) I am definitely going to be hurt. This would be entertaining to watch, though. It would be. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I'm imagining like the bloodthirsty like drivers with the remote controls, like get them.
0: Could this be like you know a new death penalty, death by battlebot? (laughs) (laughs) You escape alive, and (laughs) you get to. Remain in prison for the rest of your life with all the injuries you sustained.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh. That would be so interesting to watch. It's like a Mad Max kind of situation. Yeah.
0: Mad Max. BattleBot version.
1: (laughs) Was it the Dome? The Thunderdome. Yeah. Thunderdome, yeah. Mm -hmm. Criddle, do you think you could survive, or would you do it? I would do it,
2: but I'd probably get
1: uh, pretty beat up a little bit, but... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm just worried about my ankles. I don't care about the flamethrowers. I don't care about the hammer ones so much. It's the ones that, and even the vertical spinners, like the chain, like these saws usually. Uh-huh. But I'm there's one, I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head. He's won one year, but his thing rotates so fast and is so bulky that if it got one hit on my ankle, I'm pretty sure it'd shatter my ankle. Oof. So I'm just, I, maybe I'm going for him first and then the rest I'll take out. But yeah i could I could fight it just really badly hurt, <laughs> really mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> all right, my turn, I get what would you have done? okay, if you were Dan Harmon mm-hmm. and Donald Glover was leaving community, what
0: would you have done with the show? Um, ooh, that is a really interesting question because i I feel as though. That was a huge loss. You don't want to, you know, one for one black guy, you know, fill it in. But mm-hmm. I, I think you need to find an aspiring actor similarly to Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think they did that. I just think they just like, oh, well, he's gone.
1: That's a good point because they did when, the, when Chevy Chase left or was cast out, whatever. When you uh-huh. look at it he was recasted more or less. Like there was an older guy that kind of filled his shoes. He was a teacher. Yeah. But it was more or less to fill Chevy Chase's shoes. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, they should have. I think Abed should have got another friend is what it comes down to. Yeah.
0: I mean, it could have been like, you know, he Abed's just kind of like walking around. He's just like, hey, I'm recasting for a friend. Would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it might have been funny. If they <laughs> that would have
1: been funny. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just
0: realizing that because Abba does that all the time.
1: <laughs> he, he treats everything like a TV slash movie show. Hey, I'm recasting for a best friend.
2: <laughs> that would be really funny.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. What were you saying? I, I think
2: it might be funny if... Well, mine was along those lines, but it'd be funny if they he had like an evil twin come uh, and live with him or something. Oh, that would be funny. With a mustache.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 just kind of like allude to... And Abed's always weary of him, like, yeah, uh, is this, uh, like evil? this is evil Troy? <laughs> Casting for a new friend though would be really funny. <laughs> it would
0: be. Well, and it could be like a rotating thing for a while. Oh, that's true. Like, just be like, okay. <gasps>
1: oh my gosh, I love your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode like, nope, you didn't make the cut.
0: This is a trial run. <laughs> and then to hear Abed's like comments about why. Well, and it, that could be like the post-credit scene too, where he's yeah. just like, you know, I really like where he's coming from, but you know, his uh, his character really wasn't really well developed. Uh, uh, that there might have been some internal tor- turmoil or something like that, and <laughs> I
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I did not expect this question to go this well. <laughs> All right, fantastic. All right, Curtle, you're up, and you have random question.
2: Would you rather never have to shower again, ever, or never have to brush your teeth or floss ever again. Now, just to be clear, if, whichever one you go, if you never shower again, you're always smelling good, regardless of whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your with your uh, breath, always fresh.
1: Hundred percent brushing teeth. Yeah, i I would give that up in a heartbeat <laughs> over taking a shower. Shower also provides me some relaxation time, <laughs> so I do appreciate that. And then not only that, like, as a father, I need that
0: time <laughs> by myself. That, dude, that brushing teeth just doesn't cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're just
2: longer on the toilet. <laughs>
0: there you go. That's true. You make up, you
2: make up for the time somewhere. Like <laughs> one's standing, one's sitting. <laughs> there you, that's true.
1: But still, I got to go with brushing teeth. I like showering. <laughs> All right. And you chose critical. What would you have chosen?
2: Uh, I think I would choose the uh, shower. Oh, really? It saves me some time. Yeah,
1: I do like the time.
2: I, I like I like smelling fresh, and so if I don't have to put any work into it, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett, you're up next, and you got kiss, marry, kill.
0: All right, so this kind of stems from a previous, actually, our extended uh, Marvel talk from the previous podcast. Kiss, Mary, kill, Galactus, King, Thanos. That's
2: almost <laughs> my... it's almost mine. Oh. He
0: put on Facebook. Oh, um, Thanos,
2: Loki, and King.
1: Yeah. So you did Galactus uh-huh. and who else? Thanos. Thanos and King. King. So Galactus is like probably the most powerful, right? Yeah. I know the least about him.
0: Uh, is he a good guy? Uh, he came from a different, I believe, dimension, and all he wants is complete domination. Kill, yeah,
1: man.
2: I'll kill Galactus. Um, I'll kiss Thanos. Mary. Uh, marry
0: the uh king. And just out of curiosity, it's been a while since I've saw saw the uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. But isn't Galactus <laughs> the the entity that the Silver Surfer's working for
1: I don't recall I don't know that, okay man that, I haven't seen that movie for probably two decades.
0: Listeners, while you're liking and subscribing to our podcast uh tell us, yeah I mean, granted, I should go back and watch that one because i that's like my out of the Fantastic Four series, I think that's the best one.
1: I actually like the first one, the o g
0: mm. the second one's the one where they flop powers, right yeah, yeah, yeah. that
2: was pretty funny
1: um. I'm Killing Galactus, Kissing Kang, and Marrying Thanos because Thanos is a good guy when it comes down to it. I mean, yeah, he's got his like he wants to he's the Bob Barker, as I said on Facebook. He wants to control the population. He's misunderstood. (laughs) He's just misunderstood. (laughs) He wants to spay and neuter almost every every uh, population out there in the universe. (laughs) But besides that, he's a good guy. So that's where I'm going.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. I think Mary Thanos kiss King and uh, wipe out uh, Galactus.
1: Yeah, and then afterwards, I'm telling Thanos, "Hey, King's gonna be an issue. Go kill him."
0: He's like, <laughs> um. and he just snaps his fingers and he looks over. Um, guess not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he still has the glove. So this is glove Thanos. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's, but then he snaps the glove, and then you disappear, and you're just like, "Oh man, it was fifty fifty, wasn't it?" <laughs> but then you, could, <laughs> but then you could also do, uh,
1: be like Thanos, like she's are married to him. Hey, can you use the like the the Mind Stone or, or whatever it is, and make me believe that you're someone more attractive than you are?
2: He's just like, "Oh, the
1: Reality Stone. That's it.
2: I'm not purple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, crap. You just changed the color to pink." <laughs> All right, my turn. I get what if? Okay, what if you were offered the job right now of being Steve on Blues Clues? Would you take it?
0: Yes, yes, I would. Because you know what? I will take a long standing job on a TV show and then accrue all of those, like, you know, residuals for years and years over being in, like, one great box office smash. So, yes, I would do that.
1: But you're okay with being the overly,
0: like, happy, bubbly guy? I mean, you know, drugs can do magical things.
1: (laughs) We just heard
2: a rap this morning, so that's going to transition right into the new Blues Clues.
1: I could do it. I I, I secretly like Blues Clues. Like, I liked it as a kid, and I was like, oh, this is a great show. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, Cradle's going to end us with... How much?
2: All right. How much to never eat Chick-fil-A again? Um, Ooh. That's, that's mm.
1: fine-ish. <laughs> like, I mean, fear, you're removing one of the, the greats, but there are others that I would eat at.
2: But eventually, whenever you drive past one, it's always
0: like, I'm in the mood for it now. I'm always in the mood for it on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. I've had many a chicken sandwich because that is my go-to thing for when I go to restaurants. And I, I have uh, a waiter years ago had created an enemy in me with uh, at Lucky 13 because I don't eat hamburgers by generally by choice. And I ordered a chicken sandwich and he harassed me for ordering a chicken sandwich at a hamburger spot. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> if only I had this thing that I could maybe wipe you from existence from. Um, So that's hard because I do like a good chicken sandwich, and I do think that they're very good. So uh, 50000
1: Oh, man, I surprised you only went that low. Nah.
0: It's it's sad, but it's not that sad. It's not like, you know, Apollo Burger or Crown Burger.
1: Now, let me ask one question.
0: Can my family go? (laughs)
1: yes okay
2: you just can't eat it oh, yeah. okay
1: so i can sit there and endure the loudness that it is
2: yeah you can sit there and just watch them eat
0: and eat with your eyes and then they hand you they go to hand you a uh chicken sandwich and the instant it touches your hand it just poof, it out of existence. it's <laughs> like <laughs> it's like ron with pants <laughs>
1: <laughs> ever dungeons and daddies um I guess they just really opened up one out here near a closer to us. Before that, the closest one was further away by a Taco Bell, and I'd just go there. The one over here, I'm just I'd just go to an, another restaurant and grab my food and do the whole like sneak it in. So I'm fine with that. I'll take about I'll take thirty thousand. That sounds like a good number, yeah, okay. just for inconvenience fee.
2: What about you? I'd probably go about fifty thousand. Mm-hmm.
1: Fake news. Fake news. So we got some fake news for you. Um. And let's see if you can determine. I have three rounds of fake news. I am going to unshare my screen. I was going to say,
0: if we, could, if we yeah, read not, a screen, we can figure this out.
1: I'm sharing my screen on the TV. Shouldn't have said anything. You no, know, I, 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 when I went like this, when I moved my screen, I saw it in my peripheral. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. It's funny. My son the other day was telling me that his teacher, like his Spanish teacher, left some stuff up on the wall for a te- during a test. And he's like, hey, it definitely helped. I was like, yep, I remember those days where teachers completely forget that they have the answers on the wall. Um, So, yeah, this is fake news, three rounds. Each round has three headlines. One of them is true. You get to decide. You get to try and figure out which one is accurate and which two are fake. So, round one. Sources say Hershey executives lost key to Recipe Vault. Number two, English police... Say they foiled an egg extravagant plot to steal Cadbury chocolates. Number three, Keebler Company admitted early on an elf's name was Elvish.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna go with UK foiled plot to steal Cadbury eggs because Cadbury's like huge in England. So
2: I'm gonna go with the uh, Hershey's vault.
1: All right. Brett's on the
0: board. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Cadbury's got popular
0: over there. Oh, <laughs> it is like that that is like the like our versions of like Hershey's like yeah.
1: Okay. All right, round 2. Post-surgery doctor su- test success with warm glass of coke. Number 2 nurse Po- nurse posed as a doctor for 12 years. Number three, six doctors swallowed Lego heads for science.
0: I'm going to say nurse posed as doctor for 12 years.
1: Okay. I
2: let's go with the Legos
1: and Critters on the board. Ooh. They wanted to see if it was as harmful as, um, you know, if a kid did it, so they did it themselves.
2: I wouldn't volunteer for
1: that. They didn't really give the conclusions of the test because he's dead. <laughs> All right. Last one. You guys are tied one, one. This could be it. Or you guys could end as a tie. Mm. Mexican president post photo of what he claims is an elf. Number two, Peter Jackson saw a Sasquatch while filming in the woods. Number three, former Vice President Dick Cheney has gone hunting for the Chupacabra.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just out of curiosity, did you like type in like weird fake news in Chat GPT?
1: No, I did not.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) No, this
1: this is all from my my noggin here. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Um, Hmm.
2: I'm going with the. uh, Chupacabra.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. Don't read back to me the Peter Jackson. What was the other one?
1: Mexican, pre- Mexican president post photo of what he claims
0: is an elf. I'm going to do that one.
1: Okay. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner, and it is Brett. Yo. <laughs> Mexican president post photo of what he claims is an elf. I was
2: hoping the third one was true. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: I had to think of things that were likely, and Dick Cheney popped right in my head. of the- I know he's
2: a hunter, so I'm like, exactly. yeah, and he's senile, so I could see him doing that.
1: All <laughs> right, is March, and if you don't know what that means, it is March Madness. Madness, I say. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do March Madness style with the with most rewat the most. Re- how would you say it? The most rewatchable,
0: most rewatchable action movies.
1: Action now. So, we have already devised uh, or created uh, a bracket based on our our learnings and understandings and all the hours and years spent watching and science and science. And so, um, we are going to do a quadrant. At this episode, and then we'll do it in the quadrant in the next episode, and then finally, we'll once we get around to the fifth episode, that's when we'll find out the results of this bracket. So, I will read. So, for for the first seed in this in this uh, what is this called division? Uh, yeah, division. Yes, division. Now, okay, is John Wick, and he will be going against 32 seed Wanted. These to me, like. Honestly, Wanted, I, I didn't randomize this, and that's how I did it. We came up with list, we randomized it, because we didn't want to put them in order, because that would take way more time of our lives than we have. Yes. Um, Wanted is a really, is not a 32 seed. No,
0: it is not. I think, however, I think John Wick is by far, like, Wanted, back in the day, was a fantastic movie, but I feel as though John Wick has come and especially with The uh, subsequent sequels
1: has one more coming out. Yeah,
0: Yeah. has just trounced Wanted easily. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that.
1: I do like uh, the time I watched Wanted. I didn't know who Chris Pratt was, and Mm -hmm. it's funny looking back that oh, that's Chris Pratt. That yeah, was his friend. Um, I do like um McAvoy a lot. Oh yeah, he's a really good actor.
0: I think that was the first time I ever saw James McAvoy.
1: Yeah, I think so. Me too. Um the story was interesting the the what do you call it the weaving or whatever
0: the bending oh yeah 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 the yeah.
1: weaving that was weird that was a weird component of all this yeah um uh, but i mean John Wick you know you killed my dog <laughs> prepared to die uh i think <laughs> and not only that like just i like the one thing i like about John Wick the most is I like the rules and the hotel, yes, and all of that. I think that is something I just really like. And so, as much as I do like Wanted, I do think the rewatchability factor for John Wick is a lot higher.
2: Yes, especially with like its subsequent sequels going on and just built the world building that it's been doing.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So we have John Wick moving on and Wanted being left behind. Okay, next one we have Dune versus Avatar. I
0: love how both of these are base are versus each other because both are the most longest movie <laughs> I've ever seen.
1: Now, now uh, to to be clear, I've never seen Dune. I want to see Dune. I just it's hard to sit down and watch that long of a movie. Avatar, I have seen. I've always had negative feelings of Avatar pre kid
2: so, and post kid for. For me,
1: <laughs> what for Avatar? For, well, oh, Dune and Avatar. I've yeah. never,
2: I've never seen Dune, but like again, it's it's a long movie, and when you have got little kids, it's hard to sit for that long. Yep.
1: So we're gonna be relying on you, Brett. Um, was Dune good?
0: To me, they're both slow, <laughs> and I think what would give me the oomph in Dune, because like. One of my favorite things about Ickley's the first Avatar movie is I saw it with you in standard 2D and it was just like, it was fine. It was just like, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was fine. What opened it up for me was watching it in 3D because the world just opened up into this imaginary, fictitious place. But, you know, and I didn't watch Dune in 3D. I just, I watched it on HBO Max. And if I just, you know, take both of them, they're just long movies. And I think Dune probably has a little bit more of an original story to tell, whereas Avatar is Pocahontas or Dancing with Wolves. wolves. And then, of course, there is my love of the Dune 2 video game on Windows from in the 90s, which I... Thoroughly love. And I, I, I like, I wish there was like more like, you know, worm act, action, All I guess you could worm. say. Uh-huh. But still, I, I think, you know, there's the second Dune movie is getting ready to come out. And from my belief is the second one's going to have a lot more action than the first one. The first one was like a whole bunch of setup. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But the people that really like the book or whatever are just like, you know, this is like heaven to me. And everybody yeah. who didn't write the bu- read the book or whatever is just like, it's kind of slow. <laughs> so, but I, I would actually go for Dune.
1: Good, because I'm going Dune regardless, because I don't, I don't, I never got on the Avatar bandwagon.
0: I'm I, okay with
2: that. Like, Avatar, again, to me, and I've said it before, Avatar is just a novelty movie to me. It was just to it, see the 3D mm-hmm. and for the first time in theaters, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I never saw him 3D. And so maybe that's why I never got in the battle wagon. All right, next one. Uh that Dune and Avatar were 17 and 16 seed. Speed is the next one. Nine. Actually, let's actually reverse. Let's finish off this little section. Number one, John Wick versus Dune. I think, I think John
0: Wick easily destroys.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's really a question. Criddle
2: just uh, based on I. So I've seen neither of these <laughs> <Yeah>. two. <laughs> you haven't seen John Wick? I haven't seen John oh. Wick. I have access to see it, but I have not seen it. But I, I've seen enough that there. John Wick just looks so action packed mm-hmm. compared to Dune.
1: So did you understand why I said like the whole killed my dog thing? Yes. Okay. I was just... I, I've heard.
2: I've heard and seen enough of about it that I, I, I probably could even get by without even seeing it. But mm-hmm. I still would like to do it someday. But um, just because this is an action, it's not my favorite. It's just the most rewatchable action. Mm-hmm. I think John Wick would probably take it based on what I've seen.
1: Agreed. Yep. And yeah, you'll hear me and everybody else re- remind ourselves this is the most rewatchable, not the best, the most rewatchable action movie. All right. Number nine seed. Uh, speed versus number 24. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Just curious. Speed, that's way too high of a seed, right? I 89? mean,
0: if we were to go back in the day in like 95 or whatever, you, I think yeah. you'd be looking at like a top three seed. Oh, yes,
1: I agree. Back then it was like big deal. Mm-hmm. But nowadays it's fallen. And Ghost Protocol, in my mind, is...
0: I think it's higher. the best... Uh, I, I, I've not been the hugest fan of the Mission Impossible movie series. I haven't seen the most recent one, but I just haven't been. I I saw the last one that came out pre-pandemic, and it was just like, it was, everything was obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know, you have, you know, sorry for spoilers, but you have Henry Cavill, and you're just like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Like the instant he walked in, you're like, he's the bad guy.
2: <laughs> well, they gave
0: they gave that away in the movie trailer. So they I want then they they did that on purpose. I didn't even see the movie trailer. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll watch it maybe. And then then I saw the movie and while I was watching it, I was like, yeah. They
2: they just didn't want to um I, I've listened to several podcasts about it, but they didn't want to make it like he was gonna be the buddy buddy like the takeover for Tom Cruise. Mm. Gotcha. So they they did that specifically on purpose.
1: So if you ask me So Speed is there's a lot of nostalgia involved there. It was one of one of my first rated R movies I want to yeah. say. Jack <laughs> Jack. Um it has a good cast. A great yeah. cast. Um
2: Dennis Hopper, Ken Reeves, Sandra Bullock as a Jeff famous Dan- driver. <laughs> yeah, Jeff
1: Daniels. And even um the guy from um, what's it called? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Isn't he one of the passengers? Like the Alan, Rick? Um, um, uh, the guy that's like you know
2: the but the friend,
1: the friend Cameron. Yes. Cameron, yeah. Isn't Cameron one of the? I'm not passengers? sure
0: if it's him or if it's th- there's a guy on in Congo.
1: Fact check.
0: Yeah, there, I I I'm not sure if it was him or not. What you, guy you, in you, Congo? You know the um, oh. I swear he, he looks like who is the guy that played the original Hulk not the Eric Vanna, but the original Hulk, the um Edward Norton. He looks like it's him. It's him. Oh, it is him. Okay. Good Got job.
1: Him. Pulled that out of my head. Um, so and then I don't know where I was leaving off or heading to, but yeah. Mission Impossible. I, I agree with Brett. I was never a fan of Mission Impossibles. Our dad was big fan of Mission Impossibles. Um I left like, after the third Mission Impossible, I was like, I'm done watching Mission Impossibles. It's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ghost Protocol happened, and I just so happened to decide to watch it one day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I liked it.
0: Well, not only that, but I like the, unlike the Henry Cavill character versus, you know, Tom Cruise's character in the most recent one. Mm-hmm. I feel as though Jeremy Renner's character versus Tom Cruise was much more enthralling.
1: Uh huh. And then you throw in, um, I forget his name yeah. in the middle of it. Um, Shaun of the dead. Yeah. What's his I know name? who you're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah.
1: And you throw him in the middle of that. And it's just kind of like, kind of an interesting, it's like almost like a, a fa- mother and father with a child relationship there between Jeremy Renner and Tom Cruise. Yeah.
0: And
1: why can't, what a, you know, his name, Sean of the dead.
2: Uh Simon Pegg?
0: Yeah, yeah I, knew there we, are. I
1: knew I knew I could rely on you.
0: <laughs> so yes. Um I was just kind thinking, thinking Scotty. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, it's <laughs> <"That's> Scotty. <laughs> so
1: I am surprising myself. I was having an internal debate about this. Um most rewatchable. I'm going with speed.
0: Whoa. Yeah. That's not where I was expecting you to land.
1: It's just. I'm so I just ran like when I do this, I rerun the clips through my mind of watching something and I kind of go, how often do I want to see this? I think Ghost Protocol, I'd want to see it once every year at the most speed. I mean, I've already proven it to myself because I went through like the HBO era where they just repeat yeah the movies over and over and over and it's really annoying. Um, but I have seen speed. Numerous times, and I probably could still continue to watch it numerous times in a year.
2: I mean, it's got a, it's also got some decent music from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the music. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, the opening scene is pretty good too. Uh, I like the villain. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, the the plot is just so simple too, and it and it, and it works. It is it is definitely far better than Speed 2, that's oh, speed for sure. Oh, Speed 2 is garbage. Speed, <laughs> the out-of-control boat.
1: <laughs> that was my first introduction to William <laughs> Dafoe, though, as a kid. Oh, wow. I didn't see him in anything else because other stuff was usually more grown up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah
0: because he was in... Uh, Platoon. Platoon, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. You know what? I'm going to go Mission Impossible and Protocol. I'm going to make Tim make the decision on this one.
1: Timmy. <laughs> um
0: okay well i'm going based
2: on action um and most rewatchable most rewatchable so (laughs) i know when we did the comedies uh, i'm just thinking okay like which movie has more lulls and things you have to get through Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and to me i feel like mission impossible might have more lulls whereas Speed. It's they're, like they're going s- fast. They're going <laughs> fast. And, well, and they are I mean, it's, it's one thing after the other with, uh-huh. the, with the bus, whether, whether it's okay, I have to deal with traffic. Okay. Now I have to deal with an empty gas tank. Okay. Now we're trying to dismantle the bomb on the bus. Oh, now yep. I mean, and the villain and the villain is constantly watching the whole entire thing from just a, some warehouse or what, or whatever. And so it's constantly, um, adding more to the formula of action, um, mission impossible. There, there's so much exposition that comes in mission impossible just cause that's, that's, that's just the journey you take when you go on a mission impossible adventure. It's, uh, you, they have to do some exposition for the, uh, the whole thing. And so if I'm weighing those two together, um, probably going to have to go with, mich- or go with speed.
0: Yeah. And maybe it's my, my bad for just like, just genuinely thinking about the, Oh, what, where am I thinking? Basically whenever I think of ghost protocol, like Jeremy said, I I'm seeing Tom Cruise like on the outside of that building with one of the gloves falling off. And it's just like, like that is the ultimate, like pinnacle moment. Uh, I you know it could be, you could say the pinnacle moment of Gross Protocol is you know you know the battle at the end. But I see that especially because Jeremy Renner is trying to kill, or his character is trying to kill Tom Cruise's character at the time. Mm-hmm. So
2: and I think Mission Impossible has got some great action moments like the 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 climbing on the outside of the building, which is kind of a homage to. The Mission Impossible Two where he's climbing on the, the rocks on his vacation. So I mean, it's got definitely got some moments, but I think overall action, I think I'm gonna lean towards speed.
1: All right. So it looks like speed moves on. All right, and let's go to the next one. Twister versus Shazam. This one also will be interesting. Oh.
0: Oh. So Brett, I I could see some Shazam has already won. I'm sorry. Oh, I, we- I would like to say Twister stood a chance, but do you at- like Twister? I like watching Twister once a decade. It, and <laughs> once a decade. Yeah, because here, here's what I... like: I, There is some fond memories of Twister. I remember the, the movie theater that we went to go see it in. Uh, we hadn't seen it yet. And man, you'd just be out there in the foyer and you could just hear the action, you could hear, you know, the tornadoes tearing things up. And it was just like the mysteriousness of what is in there? Like, what are we going to be watching? And I watched it. It was like, that was fine. And then I I, I feel as though it was billed as, you know, a more realistic Jurassic Park Mm -hmm. possibility. And it was just like, yeah, but we live in Utah. And then a couple of years later, a a tornado touched down on the Delta Center, which was kind of funny. And then, but Shazam, I like watch Shazam like at least once every two months. I love Shazam. It is, I did not know, I was so bummed because I, I, when they, they didn't publicize it as Shazam, it was the Shazam lightning bolt. And I'm like, a flash movie. Yes. (laughs) And then when I saw Shazam, I I was like, I don't want to watch this. This is like some, like, nobody that they're trying to get me to like. And then when I saw Shazam, I love the character. I love Billy Batson. I love the world. I love how innocent Shazam, you know, he can be an adult, but he's still a child. And I love that. uh, I I love his a horrendous origin story and i love the family that surrounds him that brings him a hope like Shazam like i love the movie Shazam like it destroys twister
2: <laughs> yeah uh, um well so i i grew up watching twister um i remember it from the 90s it was a it was it was the 90s i mean it's it definitely takes place <laughs> All oh, in the '90s. Another Alan Ruck movie, by the way, um, from from Speed. Um, it definitely has that just simplicity to it, where it's it's a group or a group of people that are tornado or chasers and twister chasers, and you know they they monitor stuff. So I mean, pretty easy to to go with Shazam. I so just to put it out there, I personally like Shazam far more than the than the. Uh, Black Adam movie. Oh yeah, like hands down.
1: Have you already seen Black Adam? Yeah. Black Adam came out when? In my uh, okay. I,
0: October. I okay.
1: Think? Wow. <laughs> Time flies because I don't. I, I forgot all about that movie.
0: I I watched
2: it when it arrived on HBO Max. Oh, um, I didn't so, even know it was there. So, uh, but Shazam, I think has. It was a, it was a surprise to me. Yeah. Um. I think it definitely balances uh, action with um, humor. Um, and, that, that, and I think that just comes with this particular property and territory where it's, it's a child who's a man-child with powers and they're fighting you know, this um, entity in power. And- <laughs> Your cell phone's charged. Your <laughs> cell phone's <laughs> charged. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm probably going to have to lean towards Shazam.
1: Okay, well, I'm gonna put in the uh, the one the opposite Twister. I love Twister, and if you've listened to this podcast, I think I've probably mentioned before that I love natural disaster movies very much. So, um, in fact, as we were talking about, I was like, I didn't even consider putting in like some of my other favorite natural disaster movies, like Dante's Peak. Oh, here,
0: but I, I was gonna <laughs> 2017, <laughs> or, no, no, 20, or 2012, 2012, no.
1: That one's all right, but, like, I like Dante's oh. Peak and Twister and Day After Tomorrow. Like,
0: yeah, that was on, I that was been on for, like, two weekends when I go over to Mom and Dad's house for dinner, and I'm like, like, wasn't this on, when did I see this? Did I, <laughs> did I watch this yet at home? No, it was on last Sunday, too, and um, I forgot how, like, enjoyable mm-hmm. uh, the Day After Tomorrow was.
1: No, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. But the reason why I like Twister, I mean, first of all, the cast is great as well, Mm because you got um, Bill Paxton, which I've got mixed opinions about him Mm -hmm. later on in life, but that's more of a personal thing than his acting. And then you have, um, what is it, Helen Hunt? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the deceased, what's his name? What's the guy that played Capote? Capote.
0: Oh, yes. Um he was also the the second villain in Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah. I can I know who you're name. talking about, yeah.
1: And then and then you were saying what Cameron from Ferris Bueller is in that also. And yes. then you got Jeff or sorry, I went to the Back to the Speed. Um and then you got Robin Hood Men Tight's dude. Um Yeah. Which I don't know. I just always like all the different things when they're at the drive-in movie theater. I like when they're, uh, then they have to go and seek shelter when they're chasing the tornadoes, when, you know, they almost die at the end. Um, (laughs) just all those little things. It's just like, anytime you get a breathing moment, that's when, um, things take off. Fun fact though, if I remember right, if I remember, and also I think it's the same person. Remember the show, the neighbors, I think. Uh Uh-huh. Isn't the mom in that the, the girlfriend of Bill Paxton? I believe so. I, my understanding is she's one of the wealthiest women in Hollywood. Hmm. But that's because of, of family money more so than what she's obviously done in. But that could be wrong. Somebody can fact check me, but I believe I remember that to be right. All right. So Twister, uh, Shazam leaves Twister in the dust two to one. That brings up Shazam versus Speed.
0: Uh, also, just aside, a which is note, almost the exact same I think thing. my favorite Bill Paxton movie is U Five Seven One.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, U Five. I thought about putting on this list.
0: Is Bill Paxton in U Five Seven One? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey and.
1: He U- dies pretty early. He does, di- but okay, okay. Is that why you like him so much in the movie? No,
0: I just like <laughs> the movie. <laughs> but,
1: um, <clears throat> so I imagine a lot of the same stuff said about Shazam is going to apply here. Yes. Speed.
0: Sh- uh, Shazam wins in my opinion. So,
1: uh, Griddle, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go speed, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Again, so I I I've already talked about it and uh, about both of them. Shazam's got the 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 balance of humor and action. Um Speed is is just I feel like adrenaline mm-hmm. and action, moving forward and forward. And so I'm probably gonna lead towards speed.
1: All right. Speed moves on. Sorry, Brad. That's okay.
0: (laughs) Wrong is always an option. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong is always an option.
1: Okay. Let's continue on. Deadpool versus Captain America Winter Soldier.
0: This is the hard one because I I enjoyed, I know when Captain America first came out, you we're not a fan. I, and I think it to me is probably one of the sec, the strongest phase two movies minus, um, uh, guardians of the galaxy. I was that a
1: phase two? Yeah. That yeah. was in my opinion was the best.
0: Um, but, uh, Deadpool, I, I find, I like the humor in Deadpool. I find the, I think there's lots of, of long moments without, humor and without action uh-huh. and whereas you have bucky who last time you see him plummeting to his death on a train in the first captain america and then you try to f- and you find out you know twist plot twist he is the winter soldier brainwashed by the russians which is and then of course the, com- the you know can i one of my favorite moments of that movie is when Captain America throws his shield at uh, the Winter Soldier and he just stops it with his hand. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ooh. <laughs> this is an Scott equal. Real. <laughs> yeah. So I have to go with Winter Soldier.
2: Okay. Well, um, I've never seen Deadpool, um, but I've seen enough to probably give my two cents. Um, I feel like Deadpool definitely has a, I mean, Ryan Reynolds carries this kind of charisma with the character. And um, he's been trying to bring it to the screen for a really long time, and it finally happened. Um, there's a lot of action scenes that go with it, um, but let's see. Then there's Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which I think The Winter Soldier is far and away better than the first Captain America film. Yeah. Um, it definitely has really great moments. I I think one of the best MCU moments is when Captain America is in that elevator, and he just okay. it just gets full of all these beefed up you know guys and it you know there's this big fight that just takes place in a little elevator space which is pretty great and then the chase is on and it 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 was so it just felt like simple but also very entertaining Mm -hmm. and so i might have to lean towards captain america
1: yeah i'm leaning towards captain america because i just once again just like avatar i've never really got on the deadpool fan i've watched both of them um they're funny for their moments but the the whole movie as a whole has never been my my cup of tea.
2: And would you say it'd be more of a comedy than a action?
1: No, I mean it's nah, it's, it's actionish just as much as the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, maybe Guardians is maybe a little bit more action? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. But anyway, Captain America and to to let all the listeners know and I think Brett alluded to it or oh, nobody gave Deadpool vote. Um I did not like Captain America: Winter Soldier the first time. Oh, I yeah? watched it. I did not like it at all. I did not like it with the green eggs and ham. Wow. Um, but then I watched it a second time because I was like, what is all the fuss about with Captain America Winter Soldier? And I watched it and I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's funny. I have that a lot with some of the like um the Marvel movies. Like uh, Doctor Strange was one that I was like it was okay, and then I watched it again. I'm like, okay, so much better. And then
0: and then Thor and Jeremy was just like he is now on the bandwagon of a four-hour director's cut version of Thor. Exactly, (laughs) the first one (laughs) and the second one. He he wants to sit down one day and just have a ten-hour Thor marathon.
1: (laughs) They came out. (laughs) The funny thing is is so Thor Love and Thunder that in theaters, obviously, no theater probably did a. Let's watch number one, number two, number three, and then when you'll be ready for when number four comes out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Cause if somebody did that, they'd be like, Oh no tickets. were Well, one ticket was sold to that lonely gentleman over there. I just need a place to stay.
0: <laughs> Hans Molman.
1: <laughs> okay. Next one we have here is gladiator versus Kingsman. Oh,
0: here's an interesting thing. I a lot of people love gladiator it's just a movie to me like it's
1: yeah i i look past the art cuz i don't like art <laughs> isn't that
2: one of like taylor's top 5 movies
1: <laughs> i don't even know yeah the the thing is is like anytime you take so to me art and musicals are very similar what you're trying to do you're stopping the show for a moment to to convey something like the reason I don't like musicals as much, like I enjoy some, but not all, is because we have to stop what we're doing. We're losing traction and what, you know, or telling the storytelling to tell the story, to like to convey emotion through song and to give internal monologue. And it's like you stop the show. You like, I uh, like when there's um, inner monologue while the show is going because it doesn't stop the story and all that stuff. Gladiator, when he, you know, He's on his back and he's floating and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like you're, you're you're being artsy fartsy. Well,
2: I think it, this is this might be controversial to say, but I think Gladiator is more of a drama than an action.
0: Yeah,
1: it, it is, but like it definitely I, is an action. Like yeah. I
2: probably I probably wouldn't have had it on the list.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see your point. The one thing, the one thing I love Gladiator for most is the first scene, like the first mm-hmm. opening, like. With the battle going on against those people in the woods, mm-hmm. love that, great stuff. I'm mean, typical male here, loving fighting and all that.
0: I mean, I almost wish, and I know it's not on the list, but I number three is March Madness. That's weird. All right. Anyway, yeah. um, I would prefer the the ultimate instead of a uh, gladiator versus. <laughs> I must have copied and pasted that in there on accident Um, Anyway, I would have loved a uh, Gladiator versus Braveheart Because I feel as though I think that is the true movie versus movie comparison I forgot about Braveheart Yeah
1: Man, it's hard to make these lists Because it's like, oh, I forgot about this I forgot about that So, my apologies I thought about adding by the way um uh what's it called um Saving Private Ryan but I was like I don't think that's going to even win one round of most you know rewatchable. It's a great action.
0: It's a, it it has great actiony moments. I think I don't know if it was deleted but like what is it Nineteen twelve or uh-huh. whatever, I think that one is more we re- watchable than saving private Ryan because it's we're constant in motion,
1: yeah, I concur all right. um so we ready to to pick here. We haven't said anything about Kingsman. I'm not a big fan of Kingsman. in fact, probably I've deleted that from my memory for the most part is
0: it, i en- it's okay. I have had like K- the King's men, the prequel to it has been on HBO max forever. It's been on my list forever. I don't even know if it's still on HBO max, but I haven't never watched it. But if I, if you had to tell me watch one or the other, I would watch Kingsman over gladiator.
2: I think Kingsman has a lot of, of interesting moments. Um, I mean, it's essentially like you're, they're recruiting somebody to, for the secret organization of, like Secret Service agents, and I mean, it definitely has an entertaining factor to it. Um, but I'm not a big fan of the Kingsman. And, but I'm, I think there's more. It's more actiony than Gladiator, and so I'll probably lean towards Kingsman.
1: I'm gonna throw Gladiator just because I don't remember recall liking Kingsman. So, just one little nice. Vote its way. <laughs> All right, so Kingsman moves forward against ooh, Captain America Winter Soldier.
0: Th- this is no, th- this, this is, is, no is a contest for me. Ooh, this is good. I like both of these being going up against each other right here, because I think both of them, logistically on their own, could go to the next round. And now they have to fight each other in fight. the first round, and that is James Bond's Golden Eye versus. Oh. Yeah, that one's the movie James. on one. But we need, we need. Well, a I thought. Oh, I thought. Okay. We'll Sorry. finish
1: Captain America Winter. Yeah, I agree. We're what Brett's talking about is Gold Knight versus Casino Royale is coming up, which I think is a fantastic fight. But finish up Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, Captain King.
0: America Winter Soldier goes beyond past okay. uh, Kingsman.
1: That's what Criddle, right? You were gonna lean towards, right? Yep, no contest. I knew it. I, when Brett was saying, "Ooh, this is a good fight," I'm like really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gold Knight versus. Uh, Casino Royale. I think, yeah, I think this is a really good fight. I would say, now, Brett, you are the James Bond connoisseur out of uh-huh. all three of us, I would imagine. Yes. I'm not 100% sure with Cradle, but you would you say that these two are the most rewatchable James Bonds? Or am I missing one? No,
0: well, I mean, there, there's a couple. I have
1: Goldfinger on the list as well.
0: There, there's a couple of them that I like, but these two in modern time... I would, and by modern time, I mean basically every single thing that has come out in my lifetime is, are probably the best two. And I've read the Casino Royale book and, you know, everybody always says, and most of the James Bond, early James Bond movies were based off of books and they're nowhere close to actually following anything that resembles the storyline besides James Bond, maybe kind of the villain. And that's about it. Casino Royale book was amazing. It really did quite well. My irk for Casino Royale is it takes place before all of them, but yet technology is so much better Mm -hmm. in the past than the future, kind of like a similar thing with Star Wars. And then the M from Goldeneye is now also the m in Casino Royale. So it's like, there's so many weird inconsistencies. The, the ba- basic way that I kind of like allow this to exist kind of is I think James Bond is just a code name and that's about it. it co- code name and also a number because that's the only reason why any of this kind of makes sense. To That's the
1: alias of the position.
0: Exactly. So, oh, but, I'm gonna have to go with, and I'm surprised by this. I'm gonna go with Goldeneye because I love the N64 game, also. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that doesn't bring anything into the rewatchability factor. No,
0: but like I, I, I love Sean Bean's character. Uh-huh. I love, like, I. Th- this is the day of the over-the-top Q inventions, uh-huh. and uh, once the guy who played Q died, they were kind of like, you know what, we this was almost comical. And then, and, but I, I liked the character. I liked the cue. I liked the over the top. I liked the, some of the stuff. And I found uh, the, uh, not only the villain, but again, I, I think it's quite, quite interesting cause you know, it was Russia as the villain and the every so often, and then I, I you can always tell like what is in modern culture mm-hmm. at the time when James Bond's come out for the most part because the next one, Tomorrow Never Dies, it's, uh, you know, like China and Asia countries and stuff like that. And then the next one, well, the world is not enough. It just sucks. But then the next one is Korea. And so you're like, oh, interesting. And so, and James Bond has always done that for the most part. And so I kind of like, you know, that Russia, the, the villain came back and also kind of used a fellow double O agent as also the villain too in Goldeneye.
1: I, I the only thing I recall, I remember very little about Goldeneye cause I don't think I've re- watched it since the nineties is, <laughs> isn't it, um, uh, Jean gray is in that mm. and she like squeezes people. with. Her, it, no, yeah. that's not her. No, that's not her, but <laughs> so many different.
0: it's, yeah, she does. Uh, people with her legs. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, and then I remember the satellite, uh- and that's about <laughs> it. Like I, I'm, I, and I, I remember the video game way more vividly than I remember the movie.
2: I really enjoyed the beginning of Goldeneye with with Double O Six and 007. Um, oh yeah, just inter, just get entering the facility, trying to take over everything. No, you know?
0: you're right. It's uh, Jean Grey. Is Va- it? Vamka Jansen. Yeah. yeah well, oh wow.
1: Yeah. Props to me. I'm I'm two for two today.
2: I raised my due to that. <laughs> um, I, I I think I'm on the same boat as Brett, where you know I I loved Goldeneye growing up. I like Pierce Brosnan was the was my James Bond. You know, I at least the most memorable one because like I never really got totally into the Daniel Craig James Bond. Um, I probably should give him a try a little bit more. I've seen like, two, two or three of his Bond films, but not all of them. And But, like, Goldeneye to me, like, the game made me want to watch the movie again because the game was so great.
0: So you're picking Goldeneye? I'm
1: picking Goldeneye. So for all of our listeners, I'm going to shame both of you
0: <laughs> okay. Casino
1: Royale is clearly the winner.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, the, the best scene to me personally in Casino Royale is the opening scene where they're, you know... Jumping from building to yeah. rooftop to rooftop, I think that is life. yeah.
1: That starts without missing a beat. Like you're just like, okay, we're already in this. Okay, <laughs> Casino Royale is the one of is probably my favorite James Bond of all time. I'm sorry.
0: The funny thing is, is it's followed by I think probably one of the worst James oh, Bond of all absolutely. time. absolutely, Qua- Quantum of Solace. That's what I've heard. That, oh.
1: oh, it is absolutely the worst movie of all time. Me and Jeremy
0: walked out of it. I'm like. I remember, like, the instant we walked out, I was, I told, I'm like, does anybody remember what that movie was about? <laughs> and Jeremy's just like, no. And I'm, and he goes, there was oil. <laughs> yeah. And they were in Florida. No, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> there, there was a guy named Bond. <laughs>
1: and then there was another one before Skyfall, right? Or was Skyfall next? Um,
0: uh-huh. Let's see, Falls, Skyfall, and then the most recent oh, one. okay.
1: Skyfall was redeemable-ish of...
0: Yeah, well, Skyfall made a billion
1: dollars, right? Yeah. All right, next one. Fast and the Furious. Furious oh, versus Avengers Endgame. So Endgame being the, obviously, the wrap-up of Avengers. I don't think... If Taylor was here, there might be more of a conversation, I think, because he's pro Fast and Furious.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm on the Fast and the Furious bandwagon. Oh, okay. It's one of my guilty pleasures.
1: I, I want to watch it because... I don't. I don't mind having guilty pleasures like that. Like you know, if it's entertaining, I think bring there. It on.
2: I think there are some Fast and the Furious movies that are better than the others. Like number two is pretty on the bottom end of the enjoyment factor. Um, number three is also kind of on the the bottom end of the enjoyment factor. Even number four is a little bit more down there, but the rest of them start to go upward.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but upward, the, not downward. Number nine was not that great.
0: Um, is that the one where I go into space and yes. I and I, I yes. ask that as a question, not as yes. somebody who has seen Do it? Do they
1: really go into space? I
0: mean, they go into space.
2: It it it's a gray area <laughs> as far as space.
1: <laughs> they I g- thought Bro was being like, you know, sassy. Like, is that the <laughs> one that goes to space? I mean, they Jason I, went to space. <laughs>
2: they go high enough into the Jason. atmosphere that uh, that there's they, they lose gravity.
1: Because it was Jason Ten that went to
0: space. Right? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
2: Which is so
0: bad. It is great.
2: <laughs> but yes, that is that is the one that they go into space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's
1: hilarious.
2: <laughs> um, so we're talking about the first Fast and the Furious movie yeah. in this case. Um, this is what started everything. Street racing um, and uh, just uh, you know, it was the era where, you know, most this is what turned a lot of people onto the Honda 2000s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember
1: that. I even gave them a look and, like, oh, that's kind of cool car. And then I was like, after it faded, I was like, I don't care.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it, if you really look at Fast and the Furious, it is almost an exact uh, replica of Point Break. Oh,
1: yeah. I could see that.
2: I mean, so. I mean, it's almost like uh, Pocahontas and Avatar, Uh, Point Break and Fast and the Furious. Um, Avengers Endgame, you know, you're in for a three-hour ride. Um, It's a cumulative movie. It's a wrap-up of 20-plus movies or whatever it is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, They definitely take you on a journey. Um,
1: Yeah, the Endgame is, I, I feel like, multiple movies in one. Because you got the going back in time aspect of Endgame.
2: Part one, going back in time.
1: Yeah, and then part two would be, you know, essentially actually coming back into current time and fighting Thanos and all that.
0: Yeah, uh, I would disagree. I would call, you know, well, I think the first hour of Endgame is boring. <laughs> um, but I would, you know, going back in time would be part one. Part two is scavenger hunt followed by part three, which is the fighting Thanos.
1: Are you talking about, so you're breaking up like the, the oh, I see what you're saying. So trying to get to go back in time is uh-huh. like all the way to lead up and then when you are scavenger hunting in. Yeah, I could see that. That's three parts.
2: Yeah, the, they, they, I've read, listened to several podcasts about Avengers Endgame. The, you know, they wanted you to, they wanted, the directors wanted you to know that they were very serious about the snap, that it wasn't supposed to be undone. Like that, yeah. And they wanted you to feel what they felt as characters, where they were bummed out that they mm-hmm. lost, and and then they started to find a way back. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of good action scenes in there in in a end game. I mean, it's got one of the best ones at the very end with um, you know Captain America grabbing Thor's hammer and you know all the avengers are finally together and they assemble mm-hmm. and they they battle
1: what what is he they say on your six or something like that on your on your left on your left that's right
2: i mean that's a, that's a that's a captain uh, Re-
0: uh, winter soldier reference it's nod back to captain america too so, Oh, i don't think i realized that yeah cuz that's what captain america's running around uh, dc and uh, on your th- left if just keeps on, on your left and after a while the guy who eventually turns into Falcon is just oh, yeah. like I know on your left yeah oh
1: that oh yes 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 mm-hmm. yes I I know what you're talking about now the running there's adventure. a lot of homages
2: to just everything that's happened I mean it it's great
1: mm-hmm. I will say the end let's see Endgame had quite a bit and as I'm thinking about it I'm still getting like little goosebumps thinking about it so there's the one on your left and then but the first time you see Captain America. I got it too. I was like, "Ooh, it's Captain America," because you know, they're like they're fighting, um, in the darkness. Is that is that in that's Endgame, right? Am I thinking or is it was Infinity War where Cap like their Thanos's henchmen are going after? Um, oh, that must be Infinity War. Infinity War, because okay. that's yeah. when
0: you know uh, Iron Iron, Iron Man turns. He's just like, "Oh, I'd do this," but you know, the kids have seen more movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, my two thoughts on Fast and Furious is I think Fast and Furious had a potential if they went against a really low number seed, like I, what I mean by low number, like in the sixties or whatever, <laughs> they would have moved on. Especially in in our opinions, I know pretty much you guys' thoughts. So I know Ed games going on.
2: right so what's your vote? I'm believe it or not, gonna go over Fast and Furious. Oh wow! I I I it's not my favorite. But it's
1: more rewatchable probably because of the length and time.
2: Length and time. Yeah, yeah. I mean you're you're in for three hours. Yeah. Which is a really long time. I I think Fast and the Furious is like an hour and a half or so or two hours, but so you get a little bit it's a little more zippy.
1: All right, Brett, you're the decider.
0: So um if I can skip the first hour of endgame, like it that's like a no-brainer. But When I think back to Black Adam, and Black Adam is basically a superhero version of Fast and the Furious, I now, this has now like (laughs) altered all of my thinking forever because what Black Adam is, is like, is there deep character development? No. Is there deep storytelling? No. What it is, is superheroes beating up on other superheroes. It is fun. And because of that, I now have to reevaluate my dislike for Fast and the Furious. And so I'm going with Fast and the Furious.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Underdog takes it. This is a see this.
2: Can you hear that? I think I hear Taylor (laughs) just screaming, clapping. (laughs) (laughs) He's crying a little bit. (laughs) Look at this snot bubble. Go ahead and at us, please. Just...
1: (laughs) Okay, I uh, did not foresee this coming at all. This <laughs> next round, GoldenEye versus Fast and the Furious. But, because I mean, if it was me, it'd be Casino Royale versus Endgame. <laughs> and if that was the case, it'd probably be Casino Royale and most rewatchability. But now I have to reevaluate. This is an upset. <laughs> yeah, these are both upsets for me. All right,
0: I have to go with GoldenEye, though. I, I just. Yeah. I've I've reevaluated things, but that's just because like if it was in Avengers Infinity War, oh, there's no doubt it takes out Fast and Furious. But it's that first boring hour Uh of endgame that I just can't get like, you know, again, rewatchability. Yeah.
2: I'm going Fast and the Furious. (laughs) I think I I think,
0: yeah. I'm
1: going Fast and the Furious as well. All right. (laughs) Wow. Mainly because it's to the point, it's simple. It's one of those that's just, it's a no, it's, it's like, it doesn't require any brain exercise whatsoever to watch it. The little uh, movie that could. It's a little movie that could. So Fast and the Furious just. The, the low budget. <laughs> coming out. And, <laughs> and soon it will be going up against uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. That'll be a good one. Yeah. yeah. So we will hold it there. At this point, we finished the first division, so we have John Wick um, going against Speed, which obviously that's Keanu Reeves against Versus Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves.
0: He knows kung fu. I know kung fu.
1: That'd be funny if the Matrix pops up. I would. <laughs> I'd be very surprised because I know Brett's kind of mixed feelings on that movie. Um, Captain America: Winter Soldier, which. Coming out of this group here, I'm actually not surprised. Coming out of Deadpool, Gladiator, Kingsman, yeah, not surprised. Uh, but the biggest surprise to me is that Captain America, Winter Soldier, is going to go up against Fast and Furious. So, wow, <laughs> you guys surprised me. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought Brett would be like. It's fast and the furious. It's a no-brainer. Anything else goes (laughs) (laughs) with winning, but nope. He's he's got another another perspective of Fast and Furious now because of Black Adam. Black
0: Adam has i now have to reevaluate so many things.
1: I also
2: I firmly also believe that
0: runtime is a major factor in rewatchability.
1: Oh, definitely is. Definitely is. And
2: and Avengers Endgame, it's a great movie, but it is so long.
1: It is, but like there's certain movies that are really long, like The Two Towers, uh, that will eventually come up. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so rewatchable, though.
2: Like, if you were to ask me, you know, which one's more rewatchable, Avengers Endgame or Avengers Infinity War? I would say Infinity War is far more away, more yes. watchable yes. than mm-hmm. Endgame.
1: Oh, I would agree with that, yes. What would, the runtime is a little bit more with uh, Endgame, right? Runtime's is yeah. more
2: than with Endgame, but, yeah. but like, with Infinity War, it's like... It's yeah. meaty. It's, it's, it's go, 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 go. Uh-huh. The whole movie. Mm-hmm. There's very few lulls.
1: I need to watch that again. I See? See? Uh, <laughs> Rewatchable. Well, no, I just need to... I want to relive it again because it that one did give... That was the one that gave me a couple of goosebumps, uh, like I said, when uh, Captain America appeared. And then there was another one, too.
2: Thor coming to Wakanda? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that that was also when he, like, yeah. He lands. Is is that the one where he he creates uh, Stormbreaker? In? Yes. Okay. He
2: gets yeah. a Stormbreaker and he uses the Bifrost mm. to get to Wakanda. Yeah. Spoilers.
1: Yeah. Spoilers. If you haven't seen this, most pop <laughs> one of the most pop culture movies of all time, in our lifetime, I feel like. Yeah. I would dare say it's in mm. the top five. Probably. <laughs> uh. So yeah. All right. So stay tuned. Wa- listen to us. I was gonna say watch us, but don't know how you would. Yeah. Unless we have... Spy cameras? Cameras, I'm looking around, I don't see anything. I mean, Um, there was
0: that one movie that, uh, what what was it, uh, with Will Smith? Oh, Enemy Enemy of the State. State. That's a good movie.
1: That movie is like, I like it, and then I don't like it. I like it, and I don't like it. I don't think I appreciate Gene Hackman's character in that movie. I think he kind of ruins it, if I want to...
0: He is, but, you know, he's one of those, like, you know, Uh, near wearing uh, aluminum foil on his head. But then when you find out just how... But, like, imagine
1: Speed's Dennis Hopper oh, ah. uh, instead of Gene Hackman's character. That'd be a little bit more fun. Yeah. So, Jack. Okay. All right, let's move on to our recommendation of the week.
0: All right, so I just barely started reading a uh, comic series. uh, The started coming out in 2022, I, I I bank a whole bunch of like issues and then I read them all at once because I, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but I'm not able to, you know, remain remember su- sustainability from one month to another with all the other things that I'm reading. So I started reading this uh, new series uh, just called, entitled Carnage, which is focusing... Is that about Carnage? focusing on carnage the interesting thing is is so cletus the main carnage host he not the slack dog no uh cletus the main carnage host uh, for uh, the symbiote they have severed each other uh, from each other i don't know where cletus is but the interesting thing is it starts off with basically a Uh, What would you say? I would probably say Silence of the Lambs serial killer who is trying to get the symbiote Carnage to to accept him as the next host.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Are you able to like... What are you reading this on? Uh, Paper. Oh, yeah. You buy them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I willingly will lend them to you because...
1: I mean, I have Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. I just I was like, I wonder if you can just share on Marvel Unlimited, but you don't have Marvel. No. I, I'm going to, after the episode, I'm going to save that. I'm going to find that with you. And see, yeah. Because that sounds, I've never, li- I've never read Carnage.
0: See, and I was wary of it, but I'm like, you know what? The The writer of it has been doing a couple of good things, one with Swamp Thing, one with uh, Batman. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go on on a limb. And, and uh, the Swamp Thing was kind of like, a little all over the place. The the Batman was a little bit too poetic. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it started off interesting. It got way too poetic. And the Carnage thing is just like, this is just good.
1: <laughs> I will definitely give that a read. Um, my recommendation. I don't think I've given it here on the podcast yet. I've given a lot verbally to other people, but is the TV show shrinking? So it is Jason Siegel from Marshall's um, How I Met Your Mother. And he is a therapist. His, like, boss, not boss, but, like, you know, his mentor of a, another therapist that he works in the same group with that owns the group is Harrison Ford. You never see that coming. But, um, and um, if you remember Drew Carey's the, the Only Girl, besides Mimi and Drew Carey's show, uh, it was one of his friends. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in it too. She's his neighbor, and I can't remember who who this her husband is played by somebody that's shown up on here and there on things, but not enough to know his name. Anyway, show is it's, it's a dramedy. Um, it's hysterical. Uh, it's a good story. Highly recommend it. It is. I can't. I don't know. I want to. Don't want to give away anything. It's only on it's like. I think ninth episode is coming out next week. We're, we're, fi- we're caught up. It's one of those shows that when we found it, we started watching it and now we're all caught up and we're sad, <laughs> sad face. So, um, and the banter between Jason Siegel, Siegel and Harrison Ford is hilarious because Harrison Ford is a grumpy, grumpy person, but he's a good therapist. Uh, Jason Siegel is somebody who his life, um, his wife died. And so he's been, you know, down in the dumps for about a year Uh, and hasn't really recovered. And finally, out of nowhere, he decides he's like, the premise of this show is he's going to shake things up on how he does therapy. And he's going to be a little bit more unethical and he's going to tell people what they need to do instead of just trying to help them figure it out for themselves. And, and, or he tries like different, like more extreme versions of like, so yeah, I don't want to give it away what the things he does, but like he pretty much tells people what they need to do, or he kind of courses them into ways that he knows will better them. And he's like, tells Harrison Ford, he's like, "Don't you just want to sometimes just shake them?" And he's like, "We don't shake our clients." <laughs> he's like, "No, but I mean, like, shake things up and make them do the things like we know what they need to do, but it takes them forever to get to figure to like to listen to us and or to like." help us have us move their emotions in a way to make the proper decision. So anyway, highly recommend it's on Apple TV. Uh, so that's the part that sucks, but it is a, a great show. Maybe wait till the whole season's out. Cause it's definitely worth the binge. Um, there's one famous, one famous line that, um, I can't really fully say on the podcast cause it's more of a family podcast. But anyway, he, <laughs> he's outside talking with his neighbor, the girl from Drew Care show. And this this Karen comes out and he's like, well, you can't be doing this or whatever it is. And and then they're like, oh, hi, Karen. How's it going? Is like, oh, it's going OK. And and they go back to talking. And the husband of Drew, Drew Carey girl drives by. He goes, oh, hi, Jason Siegel. Oh, hi, Drew, my wife. Oh, hi, Karen. And he's like, Derek, we don't like Karen. Oh, that's right, Karen. Ida, <laughs> Karen, oh. and it's just out of nowhere. Oh. And he's and he does it with the biggest smile because he's always happy. Anyways, I felt like I ranted way too long about the show, but my recommendation—it's
2: from the creators of Ted Lasso. So, Ooh. oh,
1: is it? I don't even think I really one of that. the
2: creators of Ted oh, Lasso. No. Yes. Okay. Um. So if you like Ted Lasso, you probably are gonna be a shoe in for that. I actually want to watch it, but we're waiting till the, all the the whole season drops and Ted Lasso starting season three this oh month? yes
1: it is it's, it's a countdown right now as of today so I think it is is it the fifteenth it's coming out?
2: Yeah somewhere around there so it's it's like somewhere in days. the teens. So I'm and but I'm gonna wait till the whole season drops because we don't have Apple plus mm-hmm. but we're gonna buy it for a month and then, then watch binge, it. Oh yes that's the way to do it. So um I'll be watching Shrinking and Tedasso soon. But my recommendation um I'm we're we just started like the Mandalorian right now, so there's not a lot I'm watching. So right now I'm just watching my filler, my one of my go-to filler shows, and that's Seinfeld. So I recommend Seinfeld. It is one of my most favorite um, sitcoms ever. Yes, and I, I, it's so great. I love it. I can rewatch it over and over again. That is one of the most rewatchable sitcoms. I would agree.
1: Sadly, I disagree. Oh wow! <laughs> oh. I. I have you too that like Seinfeld. I have another friend that really loves Seinfeld, and I just, I mean, remember TBS used to have it and, mm-hmm. and watch it. Oh and yeah, sit down and watch the reruns all the time after school, <laughs> and it was enjoyable. But it was like it never really, I don't know. I appreciate
2: more, you know, as an adult, and it's just maybe
1: that maybe that's something I need to consider. Is why I haven't watched this since I was like a teenager
2: you'd probably get way more enjoyment out of it now. And like the first first and maybe second seasons are not as
0: great mm-hmm. as the ones moving on. Well, the first season's weird because, you know, you have Kramer as he doesn't leave the building He's and a then hermit. Yeah. and then in the second episode I don't think I realized that. Yeah, and the second season like it they just never bring it up. He just starts going out of the building.
1: <laughs>
2: well, like they they I think they were they season 2 they started to find their footing. And they started to find the direction they wanted to take mm-hmm. the show, and it—I think they just—it just kept going and getting better and better.
1: Okay. Tell by
2: by season nine, that's where oh. I, I'm glad they ended it. Yes, like, that was like okay. No more.
1: And the last episode was the worst. The last two episodes. The last, the
2: last episode wasn't the greatest finale. It's
0: better. was it a two parter? It yeah. Underwhelming. It's it's one part. I know. Is it was it a two parter? Yeah, it was a two parter because it was a, it was a, a a legal trial. Yeah, it was garbage. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd take that ending though over the How I Met Your Mother ending.
1: Yes, I would take How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I would take How I Met Your Mother over <laughs> Seinfeld any day, any episode, any. Even even the ones with the girl from Scrubs. Hold on. Ooh. Except except I do like the bet a lot. That that episode is a good episode. And I like the Junior Mint episode. I like, like the Risk episode. I mean, but I don't know if those are just storylines that I like out of it or if I like the whole episode. You
2: need to rewatch it. It's on Netflix. Yep. Rewatch. Okay.
1: Yeah, I saw that it popped up on there. Twenty minutes. I remember yes. when that was a big deal when that left Netflix. And everyone's like, Oh, you shouldn't have never let that go. And then it and then I think people forgot. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, then, and then Friends constantly oh, gets yeah, bought yeah. everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll see ya. Happy year.